This is episode 25 of Not The Worst Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This week we talk about the pricing announcement for the new Xbox consoles, the Dune movie's official trailer, and the multiplayer for the upcoming Call of Duty game. Come join us. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Not the Worst Podcast, episode 25. My name is JD, and this over there is Anthony, and we are talking about some gaming stuff and some not-so-gaming stuff today. Say hello, Anthony. Hi, everybody. How's it going? I'm actually pretty excited about this week's episode. Yeah, we got some good stuff in here. Um, Why don't you do your intro? You said you got something. Uh, it's not a big deal because I can't imagine there's too many people super excited about this, and at least not as excited as I am. But Iron Harvest is officially out the real-time strategy by Warhorse Studios, the same guys that did Kingdom Come Deliverance. So it's it's based in the 1920s alternate reality kind of deal where you got giant walking robots and mech suits and stuff. So if you guys are interested in that kind of thing, it's definitely more challenging than a regular RTS. They make it a little harder to resource gather than you normally do. Because uh, when I played the demo, you had a resource gathered not only on resource nodes, but also the corpses and bodies of your slain enemies. Hmm. Been there. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys are interested in a game like that, I highly recommend it. It's available out on Steam. It's actually been out for a while, but obviously we don't podcast every day. So this is my day to talk about it. Hooray. Cool. All right. Let's jump into our topics. First topic is yes. pretty much the biggest news of the week. Uh, pretty much everybody was talking about this at least yesterday or the day before. Xbox announced its prices, uh, and they actually were pretty shockingly low. I think a lot of people were very pleasantly surprised. We're gonna let's let's go over the facts of the case real quick. Um, Xbox Series X is the big console that'll be launching in November, and it's going to be priced at four ninety nine. The the smaller one, the all digital version, and it's and it and when I say smaller, it's like a quarter of the size. It's actually surprisingly small without sacrificing a whole lot. Like it's still a pretty powerful thing, but it's gonna be called the Xbox Xbox Series S, and it's only going to be two ninety nine, which is incredibly mm. impressive, and it'll be the cheapest console, I'm pretty sure, of the new generation. The Xbox is also doing something a little weird that they haven't done before. They have come out with financing options for both boxes and these financing options are crazy not only do you not have to pay the upfront cost you can pay 25 bucks a month for the smaller one or you can pay 35 bucks a month for the larger one and that money also comes with xbox game pass and xbox live so for 25 bucks a month you can get a brand new console xbox live and Xbox Game Pass with all of the games, including all the new games that Xbox has announced this year on it, which is a little is spoiler. Insane. There's something we're going to talk about with the Xbox Game Pass a little later. Yeah, go ahead and talk about topic. it. Let's do it. Let's put it all in there. No, no, I, no? I, I you want to separate it? Real quick. Okay. Yeah, well, no, we we can talk about it. Uh, we, we can throw it in there, but I just want to add something real quick about the console thing. The thing to know is the Xbox Series S is a 2K only console. And I believe the Xbox X is going to be the four. I don't know if it's going AK. It's going 4K at least. And yeah, I don't think I it can do the, AK. Uh, the X has the disk drive. The S does not have the disk drive. Right. It's going to be all digital. So, 
Yes. Uh, but Sony is also doing something like that too, where uh, they got two versions of their PlayStation. Uh, I think they're going to have the same capabilities with the exception of one does not have the disk drive. It'll be the digital version only. Yeah. Um, and I, um, I just wanted, before we moved on to the next topic, I, like JD said, this is a big deal. Um, I don't think there's been a new console without, outside of Nintendo that's been as low as $300 upon release. Mm-hmm. They've all been 400 plus as far as I know since uh i can't remember how much the original xbox and playstation went for i think they may have been two to three hundred dollars when they first maybe came back out. then but but back then yeah, that was also different yeah yeah with inflation they probably value four to three to four hundred dollars yeah now but um the one i want to bring on is a lot of people are expecting sony to answer today with their price release for the playstation 5 they have not um in fact uh, there's a lot of news articles saying that they were going to release the PlayStation 5 uh, price, but I've been on the PlayStation website. They have not said a thing about it. The only thing I've been able to find, this is actually from February 13th of 2020. They're saying it with Microsoft releasing its price of the series Xbox Series S being only $300 upon release and the X at $500 upon release. Um, it's not looking good for Sony if they go on the trends of their releases. They said it, the PS4 released in 2013 with a retail price of $399 was estimated by the IHS market to cost $381 to manufacture with the uh, with the $450 unit cost and similar gross margin. The PlayStation 5's retail price would have to be at least $470. For them to make a cost however jd and i have mentioned this in past episodes especially when we were talking about the console pc wars uh exclusive um there's possibility these companies may start be willing to take a loss on the consoles with hopes of the games to bring in the money so sony um bloomberg is just going off um past releases of the playstation sony may take the l on the console release it about 400 500 upon release um and then hope their exclusives in the gaming market bring in their money yeah but again um, we don't and they've know done that, that in the past the xbox one was yeah. released at a loss um from yeah. microsoft and they make make up for it and and usually what happens is within a year or so manufacturing costs go down and so they can lower the price and do bundles and stuff like that yeah so uh yeah i anticipate they'll probably do that and if anybody can sell their console at a loss and make it up for it with games it would be sony because they have some of those best exclusives exclusives. yeah so we'll see we'll see what happens but i think everybody's just a little surprised they haven't announced anything today everybody was kind of expecting that um but you know we can't we can't really you know that's our own expectations as consumers to want to see something it's not something sony said they were going to do um so but they can't be they can't be too far behind though because um they usually like to be the last ones to release and they wait until microsoft makes this move so i would say if not by the end of this week sometime early next week we'll probably see your price release that's just my guess though because they're always pretty quick to respond after microsoft makes their move they like making microsoft do the first move sure and then answer in kind so we'll see yeah we'll see what happens um but i don't anticipate that they will be that 299 price that's a pretty good price and that's super low no, um maybe so they, maybe they'll match audience. it just because they feel the pressure to do so but 
I doubt they'll beat it's it. It's going to be hard to do because both their models are supposed to do up to 8K gaming. Again, I don't know yeah. why you need 8K. Nothing's yeah. powerful enough to... But that they're going to go with that. So yeah. if both consoles... I haven't read up on the, the different... Um, because they got the digital and the non-digital. And I haven't read up if there's any differences aside. One has a disk drive, one does not. So... But yeah, I don't know. more to come, but pretty exciting for Xbox fans and Microsoft fans, because like JD mentioned, the Xbox Game Pass, which is if you, unless you want to talk more about the console price and release. No, that's fine. Go, go oh, ahead. Oh, wait, actually, what's the release date for the uh, November 10th uh, for the Series X? Yeah. Uh, Pre-orders start yeah. at the end of September. I just want to say that before I moved on, because we, sure. we're trying to get better at giving the dates for everything. But yeah, like I said, with the Xbox Game Pass, like Microsoft, uh, JD has hit it right on the head that Microsoft is not putting their money in the console anymore. It's in everything else. And the Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate are showing it. A big announcement came out today. EA Play, all their games available on EA Play come this November will be available on Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Ultimate Game Pass. Game Pass Ultimate. And I was looking at the list that they have now on top of what's going to be releasing EA Play. It's impressive. Um, I don't know if GD or JD was able to read up on this at all or if he saw the trailer or the announcement for it. Um, but um, formerly known as EA Access and Origins Access, EA Play will bring the best of EA games. EA to Game Pass, including more than 60 of EA's biggest and best console and PC games like FIFA 20, Titanfall 2, and Need for Speed Heat, as well as titles from some of EA's more popular franchises like Battlefield, Mass Effect, Skate, and The Sims. Exclusive in-game challenges and rewards, especially member-only content, discounts on EA digital purchases for DLCs, games, and more. Access to trials of games for up to 10 hours from best-loved franchises and up and top titles like Madden, NFL 21, and FIFA 21. Not only will EA Play titles be available on console and PC this holiday, some of the best EA Play games will also be available on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members to play on Android devices via the cloud, no additional charge. So a $15 fee for this Xbox Pass and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, and you're going to get the ability to cloud game on almost any platform now. Uh, with a bunch of big Microsoft titles. We mentioned this in an early episode with Sea of Thieves. Um, they, they, it's not just Sea of Thieves. It's a Sea of Thieves special edition, which I believe is everything that's included with Sea of Thieves. And you will be able to cloud game on any platform. I think I just said that. But anyway, now you're going to be able to play a bunch of EA titles without having to purchase them. Or you can get up to 10-hour um, demos for their new releases after this and right now the pat the game pass is only a dollar but eventually it's going to go back up to 15 a month yeah but that's pretty huge yeah that's pretty cool yeah uh getting ea uh, play on there is a pretty big boon for game pass i mean i've already said before that i think game pass is like the best deal in gaming i mean it's just insane the number of games <laughs> you can get the new you get new, brand new games and they've talked i just what did i just read on Polygon, they were talking about how how much better um, some of the Game Pass games are on the new consoles. Uh, like they were specifically talking about the Outer Worlds, which 
was a huge like open world RPG kind of thing. And it had really, because it's an RPG, all these RPGs, they usually have really long load times. They were saying the load times were like 70% faster on the new consoles uh, playing really? Outer Worlds through the Game Pass. So you're definitely going to see huge improvements. Yeah, they cut the load times. The Series S, the digital one, not even the big one, cuts the load times for the Outer Worlds by 77%. That's crazy. And you can play that on the Game Pass. So you're going to get, not only are you getting tons of games, brand new consoles, EA Play, you're getting faster load times. And who doesn't want faster load mm -hmm. times in their life? So it's pretty cool. I, I know I definitely do, especially with the uh, these open world um, games like that. They do, like Elder Scrolls Online, how many times did you just sit there waiting for the game to load? Right, yeah. So it'll be great so. to be able to do that. And actually, when I said it was only a dollar right now for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, it's for three months. So if you pay a dollar now, you get three months of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which means it'll carry over to when EA Play becomes available on Game Pass Ultimate. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be able, for a dollar, try this out for three months. If you don't like it, you just drop it and move on. If you don't, if you don't cancel it, though, keep in mind, because a lot of these subscriptions do automatic renewal you're going to $15 I think January is when it'll start going back up to $15 if you buy it now yeah but you could just wait and get the $35 a month thing that gives you yeah. the brand new console and all of that uh that's what I would yeah, do that's true I mean that's that's just a crazy good deal you don't even have to buy the console up front that's nuts mm -hmm. that's so crazy I'm assuming the this is I'm gonna assume this means it's interest free too. So it's not like you're getting a loan or credit or something. You're literally just this is yeah. like your cell phone. When you get a brand brand new cell phone, you can put it on your cell phone plan to pay a monthly right. fee on it, but it's not interest. That's exactly so. what they're doing. Yeah, they're just creating a monthly bill for your console, basically. So it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I think that's great. And that's a lot of stuff coming for Xbox. No real answer from Sony. We kind of expected one today. We were hoping to talk about both of them today. Uh, but it did mm -hmm. not happen. So maybe next week we'll talk about Sony's response. Um, anyway, yeah, who knows? You got anything else for this? Gonna... No, I mean, other, the only thing I'll add to the Sony thing is um, the only thing that I can see Sony got going for it. If you're really hardcore about having the best out there and want the AK capabilities for something you probably won't be able to use until the next gen release actually comes out. Um, and sony exclusive titles that's pretty much all you got going for you as of right now i mean yeah they're probably gonna get i think they're gonna have better frames per second than the xbox consoles in it yeah and they might be slightly better but they'll also be more expensive so that's kind of the trade-off right and like jd said if i'm 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 a pc fan now i'm i have no intention to buy the console at all but if so this is not me fanboying over microsoft but right now microsoft is offering the best deal on their consoles and sony's gonna have to come up with something to counter that yeah. and who knows maybe they already got something in plan if they don't um i the only people i could see really buying the ps5 on release is the diehard sony fanboys i mean i could be wrong but. yeah all right uh, let's move on. We're going to talk about something else that's got us pretty excited. And by us, I mean mostly me, but also a little bit of Anthony. Uh, today, oh, <laughs> today, my friends, today we get to see the first official trailer for the new Dune movie. Oh, who's excited? Oh, let's hear it. Oh, the crowd I'm, goes I'm pretty wild. Excited. I'm pretty excited about this. 
Yeah, it's very cool. It l looked good too. Yeah, the trailer looks great. It looks clean. It it looks exactly mm -hmm. like you would expect from somebody who did Blade Runner and Arrival. Very <laughs> clean shots. Very, uh, how do you say it? Like atmospheric. Like everything. If it's yeah. on the sand, it's dusty and grimy. And if it's if it's on if it's somewhere else, then it's got its own atmosphere to it. Clean yeah, it's it. all very clean, very cool looking. All the sci-fi elements are very cool. The ships look great. Like nothing is too over the top, you know, like so you would expect with a sci-fi mm -hmm. space opera kind of thing. Oh, it looked fantastic. If you haven't seen it, we'll definitely have a link for you to watch. Um, oh, but definitely. if you've been listening to this podcast, you know, first of all, you know that I am a huge Dune fan. My, my literal Twitter name is The Mind Killer, which is a reference to Dune and is even mentioned in the trailer. Um, my... Xbox gamer tag is only I will remain, which is also from Dune. Uh, so I am a huge Dune nerd. I've read all the books. I own all the books in a book shelf that you can't see that's directly behind me. I have every every original book, and then I have every prequel that was written by his son. Uh, so I'm a huge Dune fan. And we talked about this before, right? We talked about how uh, Dune sucks as... A movie right they've tried so many times there's literally a documentary about the failure of one of the attempts to make a dune movie uh the first only successful dune movie was what like 1984 or something and that one sucks i'm sorry to say it i know it's got like a cult status now but it always sucked uh they made a mini series on sci-fi in the in the early 2000s and that was Okay, it wasn't terrible. It's <laughs> awful now. If you go back and watch it now, which I tried to do, it does not hold up. No. Uh, it's cheesy 2000 graphics. Like, oh man, it's so bad. Um, anyway, so Dune just doesn't translate well to the big screen because there's so much happening in Dune, right? They've got religion and politics and, and fighting and, and bickering. And like, there's 19 million different characters. It's it's very hard to put on the big screen. It's not it's not easy, uh, and they're taking a novel approach with this one. They're actually splitting the first mm. book into two different movies, so we're only going to get like half the book in this first movie, which I think is great because it gives them time to spread some of that stuff out and flesh it out and make it make sense. Um, the other cool thing about this, and I kind of forgot about this until I saw the trailer, there are a lot of stars in this movie. I was uh, gonna bring that up. Yeah, a lot of big stars, big guy, big stars, like big action stars, like Jason Momoa from Game of Thrones and Aquaman. Uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Bo Dave Bautista. But yeah, Dave Bautista. something like something like that. He plays uh, uh Baron Harkonnen, and you can see him in the trailer. Man, he looks messed up, but he looks like it's great. Um, who else? Oscar He's Isaacs is in there. The galaxy, by the way. Oh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Dave Bautista is from Guardians of the Galaxy. Andy, I think he was a wrestler, right? Something like that. I don't, I I don't know what he's doing. He's a wrestler. He's been in a couple movies recently, actually. Yeah, he's doing a lot of good movies. Sorry, I had to catch up on my drink there. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so there's a lot of stars in this movie. It looks really good. I'm very excited by that trailer, and it's coming out in December. I think that's going to be far enough past the COVID wave that they'll be able to re release it in theaters on time. So this might be like the big, one of the first big blockbusters that people go back to the theaters for, uh, which would be very mm -hmm. interesting because I don't think that, anybody's going back could, yet. 
Honestly, I can see that helping them a lot in the financial yeah. area because if it's going to be the first big movie for open release after COVID, there's going to be people that are antsy, haven't been in a theater in a long time. Yeah. I know a lot of people who are movie fanatics and their favorite thing is to go to blockbusters in the theaters. And if this is going to be the first blockbuster after the theaters fully officially open back up, that's going to be big for them. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be and like the absolute first, but it's definitely going to be one of the biggest of the year. Mm. And and this is the kind of movie you want to see on a big screen because they've got sandworms oh, yeah. and giant ships and fighting and explosions. Like you want to, that's the stuff you want to see <laughs> on a big screen, right? It's like a Star Trek movie or something. Like it's just there's you don't want to miss that. It's beautiful. Yeah, and the, the movie just absolutely looked incredible. And one thing I told JD this, I actually was making fun of him because he said we're definitely talking about this tonight. And I said no, I'm going to censor this one just because you want to talk about it. But then I watched the trailer and I had to apologize because I have actually not been this excited about a movie since Infinity War. All yeah. the movies after that, even Endgame, I was like, I was excited until I saw the first trailer. Then I wasn't as excited. Sure, that's the opposite. I saw the trailer for Dune, and I'm actually pretty excited about it. It looks amazing i a lot of the actors are in it i love it i'm excited about seeing them in it i know about the dune store i've seen the one with uh um patrick stewart who played right. uh who did he play in the journey halleck he that's josh brolin's character in this one which i forgot to mention josh brolin's in this movie like there's lots yeah. of stars uh and you see him fighting uh, you see him fighting the main character paul uh and they're using their shields and they're all wavy and they do a good job yeah, with those shields really too cool. i thought i thought that yeah, was really cool did. uh yeah yeah, it's very Dale's cool. Got, I, can't, I can't remember her name. Um, the first thing I've seen her in that I've noticed her is she's in the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. She's also in that movie. Yeah. Um, well, which, if you notice, a lot of the characters are all comic book actors. And um, who's the female? I can't remember her name. The uh, actress name. I, it's like Zidania or something like that? Z no, Z not her. Zidania? Not her. The one that has uh, Paul stick his hand inside the box. Oh, the, the Bene Gesserit woman. I don't know. I don't know her name. I don't know. I, maybe I maybe I mistook her for somebody else. I'm trying to think because she was the, the actress I'm thinking of was in Thor Ragnarok. She played Hela, um, Thor and Loki's sister. Is that true? Is it the same woman? I don't know. I'd have to I look that up. So. I'd have to look that up because I don't know. But yeah, Which if that's true, big, then that's she's a big actress. Yeah, because she's been in a lot. She's been in uh, Lord of the Rings. She's been. Oh, it's yeah, funny. it's honestly, you can, there's a long list of movies behind her, but, um, one, I won't lie. Um, I'm not big as big into Dune as mind killer, but when I heard him start doing the monologue of fear is the mind killer, I got goosebumps. <laughs> so that was pretty good. See? I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. And fear I think even killer. if you're not really into Dune, like if you've never read the books or whatever, this is still just, it's a cool sci-fi movie and mm -hmm. Gosh, aren't we all hurting a little bit for like a cool in theater, big screen blockbuster sci-fi movie? Like, yeah, that's gonna be fun. I think, so. think that this will be a big movie. The last hours, I think, in my opinion, it wasn't horrible, but it was definitely not the saga right. space opera we all know Star Wars to yeah, be. Yeah, I think it was disappointing. And I think Dune's gonna fill that. Dune's gonna fill that gap. And how long ago was that? Was that was Star Wars in 2019? I think so. It's last really? Because it feels it feels forever ago. <laughs> that might like I don't know, man. Like I can't even remember the last movie I saw in a theater. It just feels like it's been so long. That's crazy. If that was 2019. Was, I think Endgame was my last. 2020 movie is the longest year. It's, ever. It has been absolute, <laughs> and it's not even where close that's, to being yeah, finished either. It's so. crazy.
So yeah, if this um, comes out at the right time and it hits the right spot for people to come back and see like a big blockbuster mm-hmm. movie, it's gonna be big. And it looks great. Like the guy, what's the guy's name? Uh, Villeneuve or Villeneuve? Dennis Villeneuve. He who also did Blade Runner and Arrival and Prisoners and some other movies. Uh, this guy, this guy has got to be like the top director around right now. He's just making such good movies, and this one looks good. So, and he was dedicated to this one because didn't you say they had to pretty much rework the sandworm just to make it right. feasible and logical to actually work? Like they went as far to see what would it do if it pooped. Right. If yeah, that's what, what we talked said. about on one of our previous podcasts. That they spent like a year just studying how a sandworm would exist, like studying its physics and what it would look like and how it would react to being in the sand and stuff like that, just to just to design the thing. Because it's such a major mm-hmm. character, even though it doesn't, you know, doesn't talk or whatever. It but doesn't talk or anything, yeah. But yeah, it's such a major part. And they and you notice the trailer waited until the very end to even reveal the sandworm because it knew, it yeah. knew people were looking for that, and it looked great. And it was pretty it, epic. Yeah, the how they did it was pretty epic. Yeah, so that's gonna be pretty fun. I'm pretty excited. I'm yeah. excited. Um, I'm just, I'm actually kind of upset that I am not near DC right now or because I would I'd probably have a lot of fun to go watch this with JD. I know that'd be fun to do together and, for sure. And go watch this movie. Cause that, that, cause honestly, I think for me, I, like I said, I'm excited about this movie. Nowhere near as excited as JD. I think the more fun I would have watching this movie is actually watching his reaction, <laughs> watching this movie. I guarantee it's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm so. going to, I'm going to be fangirling over this movie for sure. Uh, pretty much any new detail is going to be a new topic in our podcast, so just be ready. <laughs> Speaking of which, when was the the release date for this? I missed it. I got too it's, wrapped up in how the trailer looks. I think it's December 18th, I want to say. Yep. Yeah. Uh, film is slated to be released on December 18th, 2020 in theaters. So get ready for that. It's going to be pretty awesome. I'm very disappointed if theaters aren't fully open by then because this, like JD said, you have to see this movie at least once in theaters before you see it anywhere else. Well, unless you build yourself a pretty epic home theater system. Yeah. Yeah, right. um, I don't think it's going to do it justice. I don't think watching it on TV is going to do it. You can have the greatest 8K TV out there. If it's not the size of the wall with full surround sound, you're you're, going to lose the effect, I think. Yeah, it's going to be pretty great. Yeah, I'm excited too. Um, yeah, so just uh, go go online and look up the Dune trailer if you haven't seen it. Or you can, we'll have a link in our, in every episode we have a link to our Discord where you can check out our Not The Worst Podcast channel. And I always drop the links in there. So that'll be up pretty quick as well. Um, okay, let's move on to the last topic. And why don't you take this one since I was so excited about Dune. You can talk about this one. <laughs> All right. This one I am not necessarily excited about because I, um, Call of Duty, in my opinion, has died off. And I'm probably going to hurt a lot of feelings and upset a lot of people that may or may not watch this episode or listen to this episode. Um, this is going to be my outro. We normally don't do four topics, but this is going to be a little long for an outro. But this is my outro. So after this, I'm going to let JD finish off the outro and if he, and unless he wants to add something to this. So, Call of Duty Cold War multiplayer was announced today. I know a lot of people were pretty excited about it and waiting for it. Um, I know our regiment group, they, they've been waiting for this to be announced. In my opinion, it feels like Call of Duty Modern Warfare 
just came out, so it, I don't know why they're so excited. You, to me, like JD's excitement for Dune is justified because it's been so long since a Dune anything has been released. Call of Duty literally feels like it just came out last, like a couple months ago, and now Call of Duty Cold War is on its way out. Now, with that being said, it looks impressive, but forewarning, this is gonna be like a mini rant. And this is more like a, a attack against Battlefield because I blame Battlefield for this. <laughs> Call of Duty used to be the team playing first person shooter team deathmatch game. That's all you did was team deathmatch. Pretty much that was it. But since Battlefield and EA have dropped the ball so hard with the past three installments of Battlefield, Battlefield 4 wasn't horrible. It started off rough, got better. Battlefield 1. In my opinion, it was garbage all the way through. I know that some people will say that's blasphemy. Battlefield 5 was an insult. Because of that, it has left a big opening for the longest time was Battlefield versus Call of Duty, I, which never made sense to me because Call of Duty was in a league of its own, in my opinion, because it's a different style, style, play style. It's like an arena, first-person shooter, team deathmatch. Battlefield was more of a strategic, objective-based, supposed to be. But then Battlefield started straying into the Team Deathmatch round, and our friend Ungodly made us play Team Deathmatch almost all the time in Battlefield. Drove me nuts. Anyway, and then now, with Modern Warfare, they got into... I can't remember the name of the mode, but there's a mode that is very much like Battlefield in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And then if you watch the Call, the Call of Duty Cold War multiplayer release video... It is even more looking like Battlefield. They got boats, they got ships, they got submarines, they got tanks, they got jets, they got helicopters, they got ATVs, they got snowmobiles. And it looks like Battlefield, but more fast-paced because Battlefield used to, it was big on the large maps, spread out everywhere. Call of Duty is going to force you into a smaller area, somewhat smaller area. And I think they, and Modern Warfare, they had... I think up to 100 players in their battlefield mode. So they're probably going to stick to that. But the thing that bothers me so much, Call of Duty was supposed to be Call of Duty and Battlefield was supposed to be Battlefield. But now Battlefield is dead as far as I'm concerned. Unless EA pulled, well, they already talked about their release for the next gen consoles. And, and this is where it disappointed me. They're like the Michael Bay of video games right now. They were more worried about showing you the capabilities of the game than actually making sure the mechanics are solid. Like, hey, look, this is what's going to happen when this building collapses after you destroy it. I don't care about that. If the game is garbage when I play it, I don't want to watch the building collapse. Because most of the time, when Battlefield 4 did that, when things like Lane Kang Dam collapsed, they actually had to stop people from destroying it for a bit because it crashed the game. So <laughs> if it's not going to play smoothly and be a fluent game on release, I don't care. But now Call of Duty has that gap because of EA's lack of ability, in my opinion. This is all opinion. Call of Duty Cold War is stepping further into the area. So, I mean, with that being said, aside from a rant, the game looks good. Honestly, it's the most appealing Call of Duty I've seen in a while. Just off the reveal trailer. But that's not enough for me to go out and get it. But it's the first time I said, okay, that doesn't look that bad. If I was hardcore into first-person shooters, I'd probably give this one a shot again. I'll give Call of Duty a shot again. So good on Activision and Infinity Ward for pulling this one out. And but I, I this was more of a rant because of my frustration with Battlefield and how they've disappointed me. And now I have to go to Call of Duty to fill that void if I want that kind of feel again. So okay, as you can tell, this man takes his Battlefield very seriously. I do. 
<laughs> but the game does look good. The only thing my major complaint about it is I was zombie modes. I'm I'm just sick of zombie anything at this point. Sorry, Gilbert. I'm not not you. You're the only zombie I I love. Um, but like. My phone, every time I log on to YouTube or play a game on my phone, there's a zombie mobile phone game constantly running its ads. And then there's zombie this, zombie that. And then now Call of Duty, they tease it at the end of the Cold War trailer that a, it looks like the zombie mode's coming back. They didn't do it in Modern Warfare. I don't remember the last one they did zombie mode. But uh, that's not appealing to me. Some of you may be excited about it. I'm just so over zombie stuff. I really am. I'm just sick of it. Since, like, Walking Dead, it's been hammered into our skulls and almost everything at this point. So, and and maybe I'm just bitter and angry and old. But that's it. Apparently. I'm going to... You seem yeah. a little bitter and angry and old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I sound like a cranky old man. That's that, okay. That's all I got. Um, I'm going to do my outro here and say, unless JD's got, you got anything you want to add to that? Probably not. Cause you really don't care about Call yeah, of Duty. Care. So yeah, <laughs> I don't care about Call of Duty or Battlefield. I'm, I'm yeah. past those in my old age. <laughs> so with that being said, um, that's going to be it for me. I appreciate you guys coming on by. It's actually, it's been a while since I've been this excited about a podcast and it has nothing to do with Call of Duty or Battlefield. It has to do with Dune. And it's pretty exciting news that pretty much this is the first time I think since our podcast started where news was able to fall perfectly in line with our podcast. The prices of the consoles or the Xbox was yesterday. Rumors of the PlayStation announced was today. Call of Duty announced today. Dune's trailer came out today. So that that's pretty big for us. So we were able to actually capitalize on something immediately instead of having to be a couple or a week couple days to a week late on it so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this one as much as jd and i did talking about it and i look forward to seeing you guys in the next one yeah and if you ever want to get in contact with us we always keep our twitter handles in the description of the episode uh we have a discord invite in there as well if you want to check out the links for all the topics we talked about today and of course you can always use hashtag ntwp to let us know about topics you want us to talk about or send us um weird pictures of anthony in the shower i don't know whatever whatever you draw it's fine uh you make music make us some music i don't know i don't care um but yeah you can always talk to us on twitter we're there checking it out all the time um but yeah that's it i don't think we have anything else uh look look up the dune movie trailer because it's pretty awesome and i'm gonna be there on opening night i can guarantee it uh anyway (laughs) have a good one everybody thanks for listening we'll see you next week Good night, everybody.